Hello, Freakazoids, and welcome to We Are Live! Oh, you guys are doing the silence thing again. Okay. All right. Hold on. Because it was funny the first three times, so I'll wait. I don't even know if it was funny those three times. Chris Demon, Travis Rell, it's We Are Live. Good morning, everybody. Happy to be here at Midcoast Studio, Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. Be sure to check out our website, midcoast.media, for more information. Travis, I'm excited to be here. Exciting weekend. Lots to get into, including Game of Thrones discussion, uh, which Gardner will not be participating in. Nope. If people want to text in, they can text us at 314-669-1400. Three one. That's the text line. If you want to comment in the Facebook comments, we'll get to those uh, throughout the show as well. We've got fair foul today, even a melee because of uh, <clears throat> some local news that we'll discuss. But uh, Travis, if we may, let's check over with uh, the possum cam, and it's Chris Gardner, everybody. Hello, Gardner. Are you there? Oh, there he is. Hello. How are you today? Good morning, gentlemen. Hope you had a good weekend. Certainly did. Busy. Very Very fun. Very fun. I want to check on some other folks who may have have had a good weekend, too. Huh? Huh? His favorite thing in the Tiger Woods. Oh, I believe he may be a part of this audience. Part Uh, of this audience. Game of Thrones Oh, they're they're part of this audience as well. Uh, Cardinals. Ah, Blues. Uh, I'm not sure about that. A few blacks and blues in there. You know who we're talking about. Oh. Do it, do it, do it. Walnuts. Good morning, Walnuts. Morning, Walnuts. How are you? Good weekend for you, despite uh, not being a Thrones guy. Not being an anything guy. Yeah. Did you uh, get involved with anything point. this weekend that the rest Can of the world him? was involved with? Can we get him a pyramid scheme or something? Like you're, you're bothering me. Yeah. Pyramid. Ooh, go on. Oh, okay. Boy. Yeah. Ancient aliens? This was a weekend of an glory. Aliens pyramids. Was that going on this weekend for you? Was there a crystal convention down in St. Charles? Anything? No. What 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 were you immersed in? Because it seemed like the rest of the world. Oh, there they are. Yeah, keep them right by me. Mm. Everyone else we immersed keep crystals in, certain, in our studio. Yeah. yeah, well, that's for obvious reasons. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh, but what did you end up doing this weekend? Saturday, I had a nice drive with the lady. We, uh, you guys like to drive. Yeah. Is that like code that. for something? No, no let's I take drives. They actually drive. I've seen this. It's very... It's an older people thing. It is. You guys are My very young. You guys are vibrant. You have, ex- though you have experience in life. Do you have specific destinations where you head, or is it just all about the drive? We try to plan it a few days ahead of time. This was kind of... We were struggling to figure out what we wanted to do, exactly where we wanted to go this weekend, but we decided on... Driving down 44 South, heading to Cuba, Missouri. Okay. Had a nice little breakfast at the Huddle House. Do you guys, so you guys are just you just hop in the vehicle and you just yeah. go. That's pretty dope. Uh, I got, like that. Got my fill of uh, Fox News at the Huddle House. Of course. And, uh, as you do. <laughs> Fox and Friends on Sunday morning is just as delightful the every other day of the week. So that's what we did in Cuba. And then we headed north on Highway 19. And went through like Owensville, Defiance, Herman. No, Defiance. That was uh, based off a, a show. It's a different one. Okay. It's a, this is a small town. Defiance, a lot of bikers out this week. Defiance also has uh, that whiskey. They have a whiskey house. Oh, do they? They do. 
Um, so that was it was a nice you know winding drive through some of the bluffs. A very a very white couple weekend. Uh, only saw one one Confederate flag. Oh, that ain't bad. Flying along Highway 19, just south of Owen. Well, the weather wasn't that great all weekend, so maybe yeah. there would have been more. But that's uh, for average. So okay. we did. heritage, Thank not you. hate. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you said that in your hick mm. hick voice. Yeah, it was a something boy. <laughs> um, so we did that. Took 94 to 40 in a, just kind of a roundabout way and took that home. It was a nice, uh, got through two albums. Which got ones? Got through uh, The Suburbs by Arcade Fire. Okay. And got through American Idiot by Green Day. Oh, Chris, you love the Green so Day. So that was the uh, soundtrack yeah. playlist. Chris, I you tapped out at uh, American Idiot. That's when I, I, I was, I'm kind of in a, in, a, in a cool guy way. I was like, eh, I'm good on this. Yeah, but it stuff. went to Broadway. They, they want, I think they want some you know Tonys. Yeah, and I was thinking too, man, if they're able to do that with American Idiot, I wonder if they could do that with Arcade Fires, The Suburbs. Oh my God, mm. it's like 75 of them. I don't know if that's possible. So. Well, most theaters can't hold Arcade Fire. I would, I would like to see that maybe next. Like 95 members of Arcade Fire. So we got that. That was our Saturday. Hey, nice Saturday, and there was some nice. What I like is the nice small, pop out of nowhere cemeteries. You see, all right, mm. and the ones especially like situated. There's one, I think it was St. John's Cemetery, like on a little hill. But it the had names. one of those. He remembers the names. Next to it is one of those churches that's like all white wood, mm-hmm. with tall windows mm-hmm. on it. So it just had like that small town kind of, I don't know, not, not charm. Just small, it was charm, but also Uh-oh. a little eerie uh, as well. Had e- that kind of feel. eerie, aka a racist. It felt racisty. Uh, it had a southern feel to ah, it. Ah, there we go. Maybe okay. But it was a nice drive on a Saturday. Okay, that's what we did. That is so delightful. Big weekend. At least you're willing to leave the four block radius of your neighborhood, Chris. Mm-hmm. Did you venture off past your backyard? I did. I went, went to Soulard and uh, <gasps> helped pick up a table oh, that we delivered to the office here. Okay. And helped uh, assist with that. Did a lot of tape measure handing. Oh. I'm, uh, okay. You didn't do the tape measuring. You I just made, the, made sure the people who were going to I'm got what you the would tape. call uh, an unskilled laborer mm. in that situation. Hey, carry this. Grab this. Do this. Kind of the gopher. That, oh. Right. Go that's for how, that. That's how yeah. you end up in this an industry like this, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you learn you learn at a younger age what you don't want to do. Yeah. Maybe necessary. That's, that's true. A, my dad was a roofer for the longest time Oof. and would take me on uh, tear-offs with him on oh, the weekend. But he, he would pay yeah. me. But I learned very quickly I do not want to do any of this. Like, it's nice to be with my dad every once in a while doing this, but I don't need to be walking around picking up nails, working with tar, Ugh. falling off a roof into the yeah. dumpster like I did one time. Jesus. That's amazing. I was about to suggest that uh, that, yeah. that has happened to a few it, folks. It did happen to me. Oh. Uh, luckily, it was just one story. Okay. Okay. It's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty. I mean, you've taken it to the extreme, though. Like, if, if there are boxes being carried in, Gardner, he does this thing where he just, like, hunkers down and starts acting like he's working. On the computer. Headphones go on. Headphones go on. He's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see you guys. I'm like, dude, we're just, I mean, you know. Taking the trash out to about uh-huh. the extent of your labor um, willingness. Yeah. You labored yesterday. They tried to make you work on a Sunday. Oh, uh, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. This oh. is great. I knew I would get him on this. 
So there's six of we we moved this giant custom table into the uh, offices uh-huh. here, and uh, and he was <laughs> he was uh, he Chris was working on stuff. Job. He was working on stuff, and I said, Gardner, I got a proposition for you. And it, I knew he was probably like, Oh God, this idiot's gonna want me to help carry stuff in. And I said, Listen, your dream job, doorman, doorman, come downstairs, hold the doors for us, and held the doors he did. Did you? And have? welcomed us and uh, I was greeted welcoming us. people. You into welcome the people into yes. the building too. Welcome to the Dot Zach building. How did he do? He did quite oh wait, well. say you had a you had a you had a prepared well, pitch. Sometimes, uh, welcome to the building. Let me know if I can assist you in any way. Wow. Okay. Okay. So Gardner was a good doorman. Okay. We I've been, <laughs> been waiting for that opportunity. Okay. Got something you can put on your resume now. So we'll see. We'll see where it all takes me. What a delightful start to your career. Cross my fingers for a condo job. Hopefully, Dodds, if you're going to start anywhere, why not this building? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Good all right. friendly people. Good for you. So proud of you. I, yeah. appreciate, I appreciate the opportunity Chris afforded me. Aww. We uh, oh, so y'all lame asses didn't do nothing this weekend for real, then. Uh, I saw Game of Thrones last night. Oh, That's a boy, big day. Well, that, doesn't, that doesn't count as an activity, but okay. I avoided uh, people online that uh, were too cool for school, which brings us to our fair or foul topic. Ooh, it does indeed. Today, uh, $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Buzz's <laughs> Hawaiian Grill. We'll tell you more about them later, but we've got a fun topic, and what you do is you email in on the topic. I like this because it happened. There's the reverse of this with the Super Bowl, yeah. uh, where people are like, "Oh, sports ball! Uh, is there a game going on today? I didn't know." Uh, people really sports love that ball, one. I like yeah. that. That was nice. Yeah, you know the sports <laughs> ball <laughs> dorks. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, "Hey, dummy! I'm sorry you got cut or didn't like sports or whatever it was. You know, there's a football game. You know, people are doing it. Yeah, come up with a better joke, right? You get them. You get them, Chris. Uh, people, I understand not watching the Super. Bowl. People get a little uh, pissy, too. And I do have a question real quick from the Black Sheep. Did you have to oil up before you got on the roof? Got on the roof? Mm-hmm. Working with your father. Oh, I probably should have. Right. Um, well, I didn't you oil up your dad's back for... She, he shaved his I back. I shaved my oh, dad's for back. competition. Yeah. Our mistake. That, that was days prior mm. to uh, competition. We actually, you know, um, the Merrimack Caverns. That's that's one thing you see on a drive down 44 to Cuba, is the billboards. I going to bring this back. Sorry. For Merrimack Caverns are every what hundred feet? Yeah, it feels like every hundred feet. Yeah. There's Merrimack Caverns billboards. Yeah. <laughs> they got to get you in those caves, man. They got to get you. And into it, the I, it almost got me. I'm almost like I kind of want to. I kind of want to go to Merrimack Caverns. It's a little chilly. Well, we'll take a team trip one day. Okay. Uh, fair or foul today? Mm-hmm. This is a great topic. Uh, Gardner, do you have it for us? People who brag about never having watched Game of Thrones. I'm fine with you not watching it. Right. I'm fine with you not having any interest in it whatsoever. Right. But the part where you're like, oh, I've never seen See, it. See, this you know. is where I dispute. If you're talking about me specifically, I would dispute that because I've only brought that up when there's been attempts made to engage me in conversation with it. So, like, I didn't no. come on the show. And say, no, oh, no, I don't not you. no, no, we're talking people on social media generally who are just, uh, who, and, and I've had to stop myself from time to time. I actually had to remind myself last week of this. Let people have their fun. Uh, there is there's a large amount of people who are really into Game of Thrones, have been for several years. There are a lot of people we know 
uh, Brendan Schaefer coming on the show last week who have binge watched it, who are right. just now becoming new fans. And so it's something in a world of misery where a large amount of people can be happy about talking about sitting around a table, being at work, watching a TV, having these parties like that's It's one of the few things left you know, in life that a lot of people actually well, are happy like, about when it is on TV or people are discussing it. It's like Can we whenever, at least agree in that? Oh, for sure. And it's like whenever you're at like a convention for specific fantasy stuff and somebody's interested in a sword, you know, don't take a photo and, mm. and <laughs> call them out in an online form. I would never do such a right? thing. Right? I mean, yeah. They, uh, yeah, you should definitely do such a thing. But no, it's one of those things. And I it's also one of the cool things that you can see it through social media that people from all walks of life, like it, I don't know a show that brings Blacks, Hispanics, whites, Asians, people from everywhere together to discuss. And like everyone, Seinfeld did. Uh, oh, thank you. Mm, mm. But I, so it's very weird when you you get the person who's like Game of Thrones. Okay, <laughs> you guys watching that little Steve Dragon show? Because that's what they sound like. Oh, I didn't know that. So they yeah, like. yeah, in my head, I that's think, what they sound like. You know what? I would. I would probably have tried to get into it more prior to this. What is it? Season eight. Season eight. Yes, sir. If I was more into binge watching. You're not I a binger. Could, I like I could. Unless binge, it's Girl. I could binge drink like no other. Mm. But I do not do well at binge watching shows. I get like two episodes and I'm like, I'm done. I need to go do something else. But I think the thing about certain so shows. So I, I feel that it's like overwhelming and daunting to try to catch up to what everybody else is involved with. So I just choose not to even attempt it. I would say my pushback to that is I think the reason why certain shows are people binge watch is because they're binge worthy. The content is so good. It's like a good book. I don't, it's like a good book. Like once you get started and things are rolling, I don't think you don't want to put it down. That's why people, I think binge as much as they do, especially on this show. And you're talking about seven, on average, eight to 10 episodes. Something like that, yeah. So you're still sure. talking about, even if you were to watch in a day, if you were to get up, you could take a early part of your morning and a part of your afternoon to finish a season. See, I've been going through a Gossip Girl with Jess, and I'm, oh, already, like 20, I'm, I'm already like, I'm, I need a break. Yeah, it's like 20, but that's like 22 episodes in a season. And yeah. our birthday are hour long. They're like 40 minutes. 40 minutes long. Like so that. yeah, that, I can understand that. But I think the beauty about this series is that there's so much going on that you want to see what's next. And I think that's why people like Brendan Schaefer and others and have been I'm able to binge, binge watch it in the last couple of weeks. If I'm going to binge, I don't know if I want to think too much. That's fair. It's a lot of information. I will give attention. you that. You There's a attention. lot of information that's going why, on. Like, Very true. That's, I think, why like, I watch so many reruns of Bob's Burgers. Fair. Like, there, there are certain jokes like, oh, yeah, it'll make you. you know, uh, I didn't catch that before. But it's just... It allows me to unwind and enjoy myself. Hmm. And I don't know if a Game of Thrones type show That's fair. would do that. For That's me. fair. But you don't, you're, you're not braggadocious about it. You are just a person. No, as like, much as Chris and I, I try to go, get, you, you know, Gardner, watch, hey. watch. You just go, no, I'm good. You know and what? you don't you go online it. and say, you, enough, know, you guys are babies. You don't do that thing. There's enough crap in the world. If it makes you happy, enjoy it. Right. Like, and if I'm not involved, look, I don't need to be involved. That's fair. I don't. I try not to be. I actively try not to be involved with things. Yeah, I like that. I, I do like that about you. And then it's weird whenever you have somebody that just you're not being rude or anything, but you purposely 
just kind of stay in a different stream. Mm-hmm. And then that actually flags you to other people like, hey, what, 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 do you, what are you going on here? Yeah, what's your deal? It's like, I'm literally yeah, no, just I'm letting just, you do your thing. Yeah, enjoy yourself. Uh-huh. Like, you don't need me. But it was, it's similar to the conversation we had a while back about the NFL. Uh, like, okay, that's fine if you don't watch the NFL. You have your reasons, and I would imagine they're very legit and understanding. Going up to people who watch the NFL or going online to tell the world that you don't like the NFL just makes you look kind of like a, a petty bitch. I, I mean, like, if we're going to cut it. Apathy. Let's like, just call it for what it true, is. is the true word. Right, and, and I think we're, we're, we're falling but, to this point in our culture. I think we're at this point in our culture where we – we have to let people enjoy things. If they want to listen to that very problematic music and it's not physically hurting anybody and they're not publicly sharing it with the world, let them go in private into their little room and are enjoy trying, their problematic music. you listen music. to R. Kelly over the weekend? Huh? No comment. What? Mm-hmm. For this? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is him trying to wash away his guilt. Yeah, no, what's just this? Just in case some, like, some video of like, R. Kelly. Like somebody playing R. Kelly at their wedding and I happen to be dancing. So I went to uh, a oh. wedding over the weekend. The, that's not the big news. Charles Glenn does the uh, national yeah. uh, anthem for the blues. This is his final year. Yep. He was there rocking out, and all I could think about, I was like, there is an eight-piece band with him. How much did these people pay for this? Mm-hmm. I couldn't help it. Charles I'm like, on a, Saturday, on a Saturday? Uh, during hockey season? Oh, buddy. Oh, oh to lock boy. that in? Oh, the, right. Oh. Like, that could have, the scheduling could have been all off. He's not there solo either. No. And if you don't know who he is, he's, a, we would call him a blues musician or an yeah. artist. He's just a blues And he's artist. very popular. I yeah. mean, you can look well, him up and you will see, like, they're, like, he's considered one of the most respected anthem singers in the in the country well it's, it's a unique thing right it's like uh saying they're called the blues so you have this authentic dude doing it he was there and doing it he was rocking roll he was very good but he has like seven people in his band How and you... i saw a professional sound guy walking around oh really doing yeah. the levels oh really that, like, like it was a, like where was this at, event? At a venue uh, uh, in direct coronado Oh, okay. Like oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. okay. Very nice place. Oh, well, lawyer used to live there. And That's pretty fancy. My uncle lived there when he went to law school. Okay, yeah, it was apartments. Yeah, he has rich uncles. Yeah. It was, uh, here's the best part, though. Like, I'm all of uh, six, three, four with shoes on or something. And uh, <laughs> girlfriend has heels on, so she's all of six, two, or three with uh, her heels on. And uh, we were, like, the middle of the pack as far as, like, height couples go. There's a couple where the girl with shoes on easily six foot seven. What? The dude, she was towering over her dude that was six foot five or six. It was a volleyball. Uh, that's how all the girls knew each other from oh, okay. playing competitive volleyball. So there's all these people in there. And I'm standing next to a guy who's six two. He's, and he was from Alabama. He's like, I'm not used to being one of the shorter people in a room. This is weird. It was that. It was That's cute. How really make him funny. sound like he had a complete sentence. How did he really speak? He said he's from Alabama. Do it quite for a, quite a nice try gentleman. it again. Uh-uh, do it right. <laughs> You up here trying to be I, polite. I is short. There is it that is. what you like, wanted? There it yeah. is. Okay. Not well-traveled. No, yeah. no. well, I'm just saying, it's Alabama. Say, like, probably more intelligent than both of us. subject verb you know, agreement. Kind of Shut up. Those That's uh, your kind of reception, though, a tall reception. Uh, yeah, yeah, me just You're looking like, at people like, oh, a lot wow. of good-looking people in here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, a lot of respectable people. Hey, you got to lower your head when you walk into a room, am I right? Yeah. No, I could see some of the staff looking around at all of us like, what the hell's going on Damn, mongoloid. Man. That was pretty funny, though. Yeah, everybody just rocking and rolling. And then the dance floor, there's not that much room for um, when you got 8 million people that are 8 feet tall in yeah. the same room. I wonder how you do book <clears throat> Charles Glenn during this time of year, though, too, considering you don't know what the playoff schedule will be. That was I was thinking the same oh, thing. I mean, he's not going to. Because you don't know the chances. He'll be like, I'll be there when I'm there. <laughs> he's not going to not book the night. I, right? You know what? I, I think you're probably right. I would imagine it's. 
it was. I mean, the if Blues I'm there, I'm there. Off at noon. Right. Why? <laughs> Charles has got a gig tonight. Yeah. It was really fun, but yeah, those are the two things I took away from the uh, mm-hmm. from it. I was like, tallest wedding ever, and Charles Glenn rocking and rolling That's on a Saturday good. night. It's a surprise if you walk into that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially again, too. Whenever wow. everyone, the parent, like you see, the parents, everybody's just. It's like uh, an Iceland. What are, where are they? Norway, Iceland. Where's everybody tall? Like We're like the yeah Scandinavian. They're tall in African countries too. Yeah, no even. I think they're the, the tallest mention, in the world okay, in the Scandinavian well, country, and we're like figure? second. The Vikings. How did you figure that? That doesn't make any well, that's sense. Well, they do censuses and size. Well, well, no, even see an Icelandic player in the NBA, if that was the case. We don't see one, right? I don't think they're the tallest country. Let's find out what that is. Oh, no, that's where the tall people came from. No, I don't know. I don't. I'm no, not, not going to believe this except Travis, your history. The world's Look up 10 where the aliens country. went. Oh, boy. I knew he was going to created the back. tall people that roamed North America at one point, specifically the northern Midwest. And figure Do your research. Oh, shoot. The world's 10 tallest countries as... Uh, Noted. And give me the source because I don't give me no Fox News BS. When do you <laughs> need sources? When do you okay, need sources? When it benefits my agenda. Okay, that's, that's an acceptable fair. answer. Yeah. Right, it is. So uh, Telegraph, okay, the Brits. Hang on, yeah. Them, map about of a, number one, uh-huh. Netherlands. Okay, they, they, that wasn't an option. We didn't say those sides. You said Norway and Ice, Iceland. We were talking about like Scandinavian type. Oh, countries. okay. Okay. Okay, what else you Did got? you want the other you yeah. want the others like Denmark? Uh-huh. Norway? Yeah. <laughs> Germany? Uh-huh. Czech Republic? Okay. Croatia? Yeah. Slovenia? What? Luxembourg? Okay. Oh, Luxembourg. Uh, there you go. Montenegro's in there. Excuse me? Montenegro. Hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> Montenegro. Uh, hey, thank you. Mm. Uh, okay. Telegraph colonizers. Oh, I'll boy. look for a different sort. But National Geographic. They'll be more a little bit more accurate i feel like in their assessment maybe if they have world's tall that you mean like tallest houses right what's happening here i'm asking you i don't i don't trust the source the telegraph because you to find 10 more i don't okay. sweden they're tall in sweden that's uh, from a commenter on our facebook tony that, oh well he's no he didn't have the internet Billy fat pants was that alabama was that alabama gentleman there with his wife jenny <laughs> oh she passed <laughs> the fictional character Jenny, <laughs> not the actual. Travis, I don't think you really thought out this tallest country. Yeah, I was gonna. It's like pretty well known. It's a thing. I don't know. <laughs> he also thinks he could have posted everybody up in the wedding I was at too. I probably could have. I definitely got a couple fadeaway jump shots over him. No way. Really? They're not even. They were. They, got, they were long too. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Well, sounds like he did have you a cool. Could, Put together two college volleyball teams with the uh, <laughs> roster that was there of ex players. I like how your guy for the tallest countries is the NBA. <laughs> that's my what? barometer. No, I don't see no one in the NBA. Yeah, that's, that's technically my barometer. I'm not saying you would think the Norwegian tiny, basketball team, they would be able to form at least a, a national team. I don't how think many, Norway has one. How many one. times in Missouri have you seen a seven footer on a high school team riding pine? More common than you'd think for seven footers. Think about that. They, you'd play that team, and you're like, oh, God. And then it's like, why isn't that guy giant, the- Robert Wadlow. He mm. can play basketball. Can't teach height. Mm-mm. Can't teach height. Travis is Travis going is, with sports cliches now. Yeah. Can't teach height. <laughs> Travis's percentage of people he was drawing from was a tiny percentage of the most elite. 
athletic league in the world, and that's what you're going to base the world's tallest on. Can't teach height. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Can't teach it. You know what you can teach? What can you teach, Chris? Powder coating. Oh, what? Gateway powder coating. They teach their workers the best ways to powder coat your items. If you can paint it, you can powder coat it. Gateway powder coating, fast, durable, affordable. Check out the website. Very easy to get a hold of them. Mark and the guys out at Gateway Powder Coating, wonderful supporters of ours here on the show. That means this summer, when your wheels need touched up, if you have furniture, anything that's metal or needs powder coated, you take it to Gateway Powder Coating. Again, fast, durable, affordable, very easy to find their capabilities online. Gatewaypowdercoat.com. I have a quick question, Chris, because I've been thinking about getting something powder coated, but I, I have a few questions. I need it done fast. Can they do that? Do you need it done fast and efficient? Oh, yes. Does it need to be durable? I, I like is to it, throw things around, man. I like to is throw it against the wall. Important. If I throw it against the wall, like, will it be durable? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I have a, a one more last question. Okay. Tight budget. Okay. You know, Affordable is important. It is. Especially at gateway powder coating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's gotcha. cool. That's good. Now, do they sponsor a really hip podcast that the entire city and most of the country is currently talking about? We're big uh, all over the place, and because of Gateway Powder Coating sponsoring us, nice. we're able to bring you a five-day-a-week show. I'm still caught up on the uh, very innocent and normal comment last week, but I, I, I put it in my head as it's like negative. Do you guys, is this your main, is this what you guys do? <laughs> Five days a week, we're here for you. How long is this gonna last? Seth says you can powder coat these nuts. Well, that's you can metal well, nuts that go on the end of uh, a bolt. You can't thank just you. go into these nuts, Joe. That's no. yeah, just, I think no, it was pretty you. timely, and I don't think it ever. Think you got to set it up first. Yeah, thank though. you, thank you, Garzy. I mean, the whole up. read was kind of about that stuff. So. I can I can appreciate the attempt. Um, not sure if we were wanting to jump right into this, but my buddy sent me a photo, and we don't have the photo, but I'll just describe it real quick. Uh, the mugshot of Tiger Woods. Remember that? Got I in remember trouble. Tiger many, many moons ago. And the, uh, the meme Got I caught would discuss because so Tiger Woods up. had a big day yesterday. He did. And then the second photo is him winning yesterday. And it says Obama's America. And it has the Woods mugshot. And then Trump's America with him happy, smiling, and mm. coming back. I well just wanted played. to get your quick well reaction. Played. And ask you why uh, Obama wouldn't support him. Look, it was a remarkable day in golf. Uh, One of the greatest legends to ever play the sport. After 11 years, I didn't hadn't realized it had been that long. After 11 years since his last major, Tiger Woods wins the 2019 Masters. A guy that's had, I believe, at least three major back surgeries. I know he had a surgery on the ACL. I think he had a couple knee surgeries well they were um, i saw the thing that said his his trainer said he was tr- he would work out twice or three times a day and then play golf for 12 to 13 hours a day back in the in the heyday time right, right. like that's insane a uh, tiger had such a violent swing that it did over time take a toll on his body to the point where it looked like tiger either wouldn't be able to compete again certainly not win again not at and that level so and you know he was in St. Louis a few months back at Bell Reeve, and the entire city galvanized around Tiger Woods because he made uh, he made Sundays exciting again. And yesterday you he made him great again. I wouldn't go that far, Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yesterday was one of those cool moments in sports where you 
You get to see as, as Gardner that he's a perfect example of what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. Uh, America I was loves, wondering if you were going to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, America loves to see you rise and then fall and see if you can rise again. Yeah. And so we saw that in Tiger Woods yesterday, a guy that. And that's why people have fallen in love with this story. Yes. It's exactly that for And Nike pointed it out in the immediately released commercial. They said, look, the guy who's experienced the highest of highs and the lowest of lows to be able to still pursuing a dream he's had since he was a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. And so that was a really cool moment. I, I know a lot of people have polarizing opinions about Tiger Woods, and I think it's fair to have them because I believe he's set himself for a it's lot fine. of these. It's fine when you're talking about redemption to focus on the – his occupation yes and not necessarily wonder if he's found redemption in his personal life or and not. i don't i don't know think and i don't think I don't it's, know and i don't Do know care? and i frankly we don't care and no, it's not but our that's business why i'm not necessarily going to lift him up right for, we're like, not i can understand where people get a little annoyed with the lionization sometimes yeah, of like, a sports look, figure especially one like tiger Woods. and then if you say something well yeah in golf then someone will take exception to that I'm like well I well, don't since, care, and I don't know. Yeah, I from mean, a golf performance standpoint. Kind of he was kind of an effing dick before. He, he was, so, and, that, and, that's, and that to this day still sits very it's deep with a lot of people. A lot yeah, of people talk that's about. understandable. I, I know a lot of folks here, even in St. Louis, of course, the last time Tiger was here when it was a major, it was 2001, right around the time of 9-11, and people were very put off by his behavior. He was Tiger Woods, apex predator, one of the biggest athletes in the world, and he was very rude to a lot of people that he didn't need to be rude to. And that was his MO for a long time throughout an early part of his career. And then of course the whole people can change and extramarital but things. But they rarely do. And they rarely do. And you just saw Tiger Woods personal life was a mess. Then his professional life became a mess. And again we were at a point where this the thing guy is even, that made him relatable then. It did. It did. And it humbled Good him. Good point. It did humble the hell out of Tiger because we've seen recently Maybe. I don't know. Over the years, at least with his interactions with the media and fans, mm-hmm. he has certainly improved in that regard. But it is it was from a performance standpoint. Fascinating to watch. True. Because he didn't just win the Masters. He beat some of the best players currently in the world to do it. So it wasn't like a chump. And it wasn't as if guys choked. Tiger stepped up like old Tiger used to. And well, I had, it was a I cool had some sports people, moment. I watched some of it at uh, my local watering hole, and they're like, you don't say. Is, is Molinari crying? Did Tiger make him cry? Molinari, a guy who is very not emotional. Like, he's a very stoic kind of player. And oh, golf analysis. And no, no, Travis watches. But, I, that, but, but that was your friend, Jim Nance, was pointing out in that there was a lot of emotion from the young players as they were coming off the front nine. Mm-hmm. And the only person who had no emotion was Tiger Woods. And that's when a lot of people said, Oh, oh, yeah, I'm in for, for it because that's the look we haven't seen in forever. And I believe, I, was it the 16th hole where you almost holding one? I think it was the. the that would have been it. Yeah. That would have been it. That it was, was Lund- when. You, that was Vern's hole. Vern yeah. Lundquist. That was the hole where you, everyone who saw Tiger in his heyday was like, oh, yeah, that's the Tiger we showed up every Sunday to watch because that kind of shot. Is something you haven't seen out of any golfer in the history of the game. Does he? I mean, did you think he went and uh, if Old Tiger was back on the course, was Old Tiger out prowling around after the? Uh, I did tournament? put a poll up immediately after, wondering <laughs> if he would be eating out at Careful. Perkins. Careful, or finish that sentence quickly. Mm. There we go. And because there's like 18 Waffle Houses, I think, in Augusta. 
That makes like, sense. A, a sports writer like went to everyone one time for that's something. That's pretty funny. Uh, but I was like, oh, I wonder if he'll be eating out at Perkins or maybe Waffle House in mm. Augusta. Yeah, I think and Perkins then, won out on that poll. <laughs> I, and the, it's great for every, you see it because had he not won, I mean, people still would have been excited for whoever won yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's another level of uh, interest, and it bleeds over into pop culture and everything else uh, when Tiger Certainly. does that kind of thing. Do you guys still? Uh, and again, too. Uh, I jokingly put out St. Louis made this resurgence possible. By hey, you were called out for that, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I, I was good, um, which I need to be for that. But uh, I, I just it's so fun to see the best be the best, and I think that's why everybody gets into it. So, yeah. again, if he's still a jerk or whatever, that can turn a few people off. But at the end of the day, you just kind of want to see him dominate and play at the level that none of us ever could. I, think I, I had a friend yesterday – Tell, say something to me, and I wonder how many people are like this. He was like, I found myself, like, I was rooting for Tiger. I wanted him to win. And then, like, he won. And then the, I was like, oh, I don't like this guy. He's like, I was rooting for, and I go, maybe you wanted to hate him, and you needed him to win to really enjoy your hate. That's fair. We're such That's simple creatures, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, I really are. And he, I, he I, looks at me and just kind of takes a drag off his cigarette. He's like, Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I think I had fall. I I I used to be a huge Tiger fan. I I respect him that as ass. a golfer. Um, and he does have a nice ass. What do you hey. want me to say about that? But I I, I think uh, that admiration I used to really have for him when I was younger and when he was at his peak, uh, lost some of its luster for me. Not because of the whole cheating thing, just the way that Tiger had treated people in general around him and how he just. He just really, I don't know, he didn't take necessarily a lot of ownership in the beginning for why he was in the situations that he was in and why so many players were so, you know, why they had, why he had a target on his back. He never really acknowledged sometimes why that was the case. And a lot of it had to do with his upbringing. We heard the stories about how he was raised and why he ended up turning out to be the guy that, you know, we all saw implode in front of the you know the public spotlight but i was happy to at least see him have that moment especially with his kids i I don't like i said we don't know people's personal life but it appears that just he truly does at least love his children loves where he is currently in his life and for a guy to go through that again 11 years 11 years is a long long time what were you doing 11 years ago sweet mercy i'm almost certain i was i can't say on the even on this podcast what mm. i was doing that was kind of mm. oh lord here's how uh our friend everyone's friend jim nance ah, how did nance do it waited for years many doubted we'd ever see it but here it is the return to glory. So this is a cool Charlie. moment. That's Tiger Jim hugging his son. And his father won. Which a major the last time in 2008. And Sam, his daughter, was just an infant. That's what it looked like 22 years ago. So that's really cool. That was a really cool moment. It circled back to when Tiger won his first master and his father was there to embrace him. That photo of him embracing his father was probably one of the most seminal photos in sports history for like years. And then now to bring it full circle, him hugging his younger son. That was pretty cool. I think I think even the person with the coldest heart would say that that was a, a warm moment. Since it's We Are Live and we do this, um, 
do you as a spokesperson for the black delegation? I am often, yes. Are you back on the uh, tiger train? There no. was a very uh, personal congrats from uh, El Presidente. He did. Uh, president Trump. Yeah. Your president and our president. Our both both, all of our president. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Obama. Obama <laughs> liked his, uh, his grit. His grit. Oh, yeah. This tells me Obama would enjoy some uh, scrappy, uh, yeah, middle infielder hitting. The guy made Joe Biden his freaking vice president, so he's, oh, as, he's as gritty oh, as he Oh, now you've turned on Joe. Yes, okay. There's, he might there's be that. your president. <coughs> Good so, be. Very, very so are you, are you having Tiger back, or what's going on? I mean, people are happy to celebrate Tiger. However, like I said, I, I'm happy for the moment. Ooh. I still don't care for Tiger. Uh, it, as much as I used to when I was young, I was a huge. I look the reason why I went out and bought golf clubs and got the shoes and every, was because of Tiger. First you time, golf, I went out. I became a first time golfer because oh, of of Tiger Woods. You still have the clubs. I still have my clubs. We should. That should be a Trevue. <clears throat> Me going to play golf. Yes. Yeah, I can do that. I just don't. We could go to the Highlands in Forest Park. It's look. It's an, <laughs> It's a very frustrating sport and. Uh, like 95 to 98 percent of americans i'm not good at it whatsoever but it is a nice casual fun sport that i picked up because of tiger woods it's just reading about tiger watching tiger i just for me personally doesn't do it for me anymore than his allegiance to one particular president also uh bothers me as well but to each his own do what you want to do that was a great moment for golf great moment for tiger i and think his one of the uh, majors this year is at a trump course is it really i think so the one in new jersey that's hilarious is that so. beth page uh, no beth to... he doesn't own beth page does no, he okay it's, uh, uh, i'm trying to remember which one it is, is that's but, a, but it's, it's either it's this the one in new jersey year. it's either this year or next year okay that's crazy that's not that's it's, funny it's coming up how I'm... is that <laughs> How oh, is that not a? And it's the PGA. It's the PGA. How is that not a conflict of interest? I saw <laughs> the a major uh, event at the president's golf course. I saw the picture of it on the walls of the media room at the PGA Championship. Uh, so I know it's coming up. I thought it was this year, maybe next year. I don't know. It's something like. But there, it is one of the Trump Nationals or something. It was, so this past weekend was so 2019, right? At the time we're in, you had baseball, playoff hockey, all relevant to St. Louis as well. You guys don't care for it. There's a huge MMA card Saturday night. Yeah. Oh the yeah, Game man. of Thrones they were punching stuff. People, yeah. Well, did you two see of the best too? Fights, um, uh, ever. Was it uh, League of Legends? Like sold oh, out Shea Arena they, for their for their fight or I don't know if it was a regional finals they, or whatever it was. It was record store day on Saturday. Things were bumping yeah. over there. Uh, no, it w the uh, they sold out Shea which is ten thousand people, eight thousand people. Or so. It's well. It's, for, it's listed at for like video 10, games. Six, yeah, like we that. told y'all that, man. Y'all already know what time it is. That from movement. your Traview. Yeah, for my Traview is here. Mm -hmm. It's here, man. It is here. I saw. And there's nothing I can make like uh, not a uh, y'all when I say you guys, but people out there who still roll their eyes at E League. You can at your own peril you know because who's jumped on there that was a train recently. Who I've noticed and is uh locally. Who is that? One hundred and one ESPN. Oh yeah, I mean that's. But I mean, you would think. Maybe that they, it would be more of a, well, that's not a sport type deal from a station like that. But they're on, they're on. Board. Oh, they're on board they're with on board. it. Oh, I thought it would be the other way. No, okay. they've. Yeah, they've, smart. Uh, you see them retweeting like local colleges that are like Maryville, Columbia College, and there's another one like here locally. They have teams, or like at least in the state have teams but like in the coll collegiate rankings they're all like top five that's wild like here so, in missouri it's the colleges and the teams they put forth they've they've done well i saw photos of an after party 
the up the street uh what is it brennan's the new place up the street yeah. here in grand center work and leisure they said uh they were like oh here congrats to team whatever team it was like team a, liquid i want to say there was a lamborghini nice. or something or a ferrari parked out front and the place was just jam-packed they're like these people know how to throw an after party mm. like that is serious cash to shut down a whole place do the whole thing it's really interesting it is because it's also a world that if you're so anytime uh consumers equal money for businesses they're like yeah cool all right we'll uh we'll uh, do a pride night at a sports park and it's like well is it because you're supporting or is it because you know you'll sell a bunch of t-shirts or whatever so whatever but the point is with gaming culture if you jump in though it does get like you need to understand their world because it can go negative as quickly as it as their numbers can help if you're you. not embracing well if you're not embracing or and it's a harsh world too a lot of a lot of negativity and there's a lot of mean stuff involved yeah. with that and i think it comes from a place but i, I think it's and it, I, I don't think anyone's comparing them to at least i'm not to uh, lebron james or these major world-class athletes but you have to respect the skill that comes along with this and you have to respect the popularity of it as well and i it makes sense for the ESPNs of the world to eventually jump on this because people are watching. There are millions of people, as Chris pointed out, ten thousand people it. showed. You it. have to at least acknowledge it, though. I think you have to respect it. I think you have to respect no, from respect production. Anything. I don't know why to the it has skills to, be... to the sponsorship. Tell me what to respect. Like it, it does everything every major sport in America does. Does it fill, does it fill up stadiums? If, yes. If does it have major sponsorship? Yes. Does it have TV deals? This. Does it have superstars? Yes. Does it have merch? Yes. So it, it does everything that all the other four major sports does. Show some R E S P I C T. Reverend, hold on. Uh, Columbia, Missouri just had an esports tournament last week with a $25,000 prize pool. That's from the Black Sheep. We I know that our friends team... at UGC are doing one here later this year, uh, and I think that's nearing the six-figure mark. Big well, I think the winning team this go-round got $100,000. At Chaffetz? At Chaffetz. Oh, $50,000 for the runner-up runner team. That's insane. So it, it has everything. It has everything you, you have in baseball, basketball, football. Even Big, like I say, even has college now. But you don't, so now you can groom those folks in college at these major colleges, go, and then they to, can go pro. Go to some of these kids, because uh, I say kids because they're all young. They're all young. Um, like Twitter accounts and see their background. Yes. I, I went to uh, someone yesterday because I was looking at some stories, and it kind of I went down the rabbit hole and started looking at some of the players. It's a young kid from a Scandinavian country. Mm-hmm. I assume just by what his name was or how tall he was. Uh, could be. thank you. Um, but there's like in his background image, it's like him, but you see like six sponsorships mm -hmm. involved. So take away the prize money. Just look at the sponsorships that they all have. And, uh, I saw a gentleman. I know John Marisett used to do radio here in St. Louis. He was at the event and he was tweeting out some stuff and he loves WWE. Mm -hmm. And he was tweeting about the production value that exactly. he's like, I've been to some big events, exactly. stuff, but this, the production value and the atmosphere they create, Yes, that you saw a little video tweeted out from Chaffetz and it, it looked like a, like an English premier league soccer match with the crowd, the way they were going before as a counting down right. for the start of this tournament. So they even like the atmosphere they set in these places, I think, especially when it's on this scale, would shock people if you're not aware of it. The only thing I'm, I'm, I'm slightly worried about, I don't know if there is a commissioning body. 
I don't, and, and, and because when something like this explodes, there isn't a ton of regulation. What I mean by regulation, just making sure these young kids aren't getting oh, themselves into. Oh, I know. Here comes your liberalism. No, not at all. I'm not saying that you need a heavy hand from a major NCA type organization. How can the to government sway get it? involved? Not at all. How can the government get but, in our lives? But we know, like when it's the early start of something this major, it's the Wild West, and. I just want to make sure people are protected or taken well, care of. It's, it's a safe way. environment. It will it will decide itself. It will ultimately. But I, I, short of that, this thing is here to stay. And if you thought it was a major deal Ooh. with Chaffetz, uh, they're gonna, I would imagine they'll be at Enterprise in no time. Maybe here's how I get involved. I jump ahead a step here, and I try to unionize the gamers. And I run their union. Now that would be that could be a big move. That would be big for you. There's some money in that. There's a lot mm -hmm. of money in that. Did you? Uh, would you guys agree with this? Big Mike in the comments says uh, Leroy Jenkins still the greatest gamer no of all time. There isn't one. There isn't anybody who brings in the casual gamer more than Leroy Jenkins. Like even just like we wouldn't know about gaming if it wasn't for Leroy. Three point three repeating, of course. No, oh, thank right. you. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I, it's a real thing, and it, it is you know. It is what it is. My, I guess I was going to comment that uh, I don't. If two parts, if you've been, if uh, ESPN was having darts on in the past or poker, well then you can't complain. They've if they, had dominoes if they do on. They've had dominoes games, at right. They do that. So it. But then the other part of me is like, well, why do you have to call it sports? Call it its own thing. It's it's gaming. But Travis made a few good points. I would think it's going to be interesting, um, <laughs> as if you have a choice in five years. For your kid to pick up uh, the sticks, as they call them, or to go get smashed on a football field in real life, like what are you going to hand them? That one, because it's now proven, you know, injuries, all these things. That's just a really weird thing to think about. Uh, that people would take one or the other, right? You can't it, instead of doing both. That's an interesting choice. Well, if I mean, you were to push your kid, get, like parents are now paying <clears throat> for lessons right. for their kids in gaming. They pay for lessons. Right. I mean, Columbia so, College so ranked right. I mean, number two in there. the country behind uh, UC Irvine. That's pretty interesting. Oh, UC <laughs> – I know this is going to sound weird. I didn't realize UC Irvine had taken over the top spot again. Oh, okay. Because so they had try. fallen, and either Columbia or Maryville had jumped up. I think Columbia and Maryville were, like, in a regional final or something <laughs> against each other. Yeah, I, yeah, I was looking into it okay recently. That's quick fair. reminder, quick reminder, fair or foul today. People who brag about never having watched Game of Thrones, wall at weareliveradio.com, 10 bucks, two buzzes, Hawaiian Grill. And I did want to tell you guys we were talking, Tiger, if you're going to play some golf this summer mm -hmm. or spring, our friends at Getaway Carts will hook you up, Travis. Hmm? Oh, I love carts. That's right. Customize any way you like. Getawaycarts.com. Getaway Carts, gotta get away. <clears throat> away you get. In a getaway card. Not approved. Jesus. Copy. Uh, they're part of the carte blanche movement. Again, they uh, they will help you out. They'll allow you to customize any way you want. So if you're wanting to drive around the neighborhood here in St. Louis in a golf cart, getaway carts will help you out. They're actually hiring a, uh, a mechanic right now. Light electrical work. If you want to work for a great local company, getawaycarts.com is looking for someone to help. So if you know somebody, maybe tag them in this uh, Facebook stream. Have them check things out. Uh, again, I'll just say Getaway Carts, lovely, lovely local business. Or if you, uh, you're you just looking for one or if you need a fleet, Gardner, if you're looking for a fleet for the business you work for, mm -hmm. you can make that happen through 
getaway carts. You mentioned uh, Tiger there real quick, too, before you yeah. were talking about the, uh, the, games. the attributes of getaway carts. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to say something about Nance's final call. Oh, okay. please. The return to glory is what he went with. Yeah. That's fine. It's okay. I was expecting better, though. What did you want? Because everything was set to come full circle. Nance had the opportunity to do it. Nance, when Tiger won his first Masters, called it a win for the ages. Mm -hmm. And like so much so, I don't even know, I don't know if he got to that point, but where there was talk of copywriting that. Right. A, 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 a win, win for the ages. So young. Was it 97 that year? Yeah. When he did it. And uh, that, that was the line that you remember from Tiger's first Masters. He could have wrapped this all back around mm -hmm. and tied the story it. together. Hit him with it. If he just would have went a comeback for the ages. Mm. And the story is told. And that's what I was hoping he was going to go with. And he didn't. Failed. So I'm a little disappointed. Mm. The return to glory is fine. Return okay. to glory. But I just thought you had the opportunity, Jim, to use, like, use your line. It's your line. You're yeah. known for that line with that Masters victory. You tie that story together, and you own part of it then, too. Your voice is part of this story. Yeah, well, I would have done. I would have gone like, Tiger roars again. And he's gonna be eating ass afterwards, no. because that's a, that no. brings together yeah. the well, tiger so we really know. We bring the no, we bring the, the tiger we know together. Yeah. The tiger that we've always known on the golf course, and the tiger that we've come to know off of it. Yeah. So that would have combined both, and that's what tigers do. Tigers when they bite, they bite your ass. You know that. So that makes sense. Is that how they do it? I saw it in a, one of those. Our planet. I saw it on our planet on our Netflix. Planet. That's the new documentary it's on our planet. Our planet. Yes. Oh. The tiger has mm -hmm. earned his stripes. Yes. Again. Oh, that's no. kind of lame. No. So I was a little disappointed that didn't that didn't happen. And I had to point out everyone's talking about the comeback. Okay, it's fine, but like, it's not the greatest comeback sing in a singular event though. Let's make sure we clear that. that of course, up. is when the Jesus Christ returns to Earth. Uh, That'll be the greatest comeback John Snow, of all time. Game of Thrones. Oh, that's also that's top four. Uh, that could be a good one. Yeah, that definitely still is. 2013 America's Cup. Oh, so. you and that mm. stupid sailing in the boats and anywho. I just needed to make sure people knew that stuff. Last week, uh huh, we had on some fascinating comedians. We really did. Yes. Tim Meadows uh, was in here, and that was man. If you guys could see, we're gonna brag about this. But he, as he was leaving. Listen, when you're a guy like Tim Meadows, uh -huh. uh, you come in, you do the funny bone, you sell out shows, it's a big deal. So the way press obligations work is people go on local media to promote to the people that are going to come to the club, right? So a guy like Tim Meadows, so for example, an up-and-comer, they'll have um, us and maybe like The Point or something if they're lucky. Um, but a guy like Tim Meadows comes in who you know from Saturday Night Live and movies, everybody comes out of the woodwork every single TV station, everything. So you got a guy like Tim Meadows that's just jam-packed from 6 a.m. till we'll say noon or one. He stopped in, gave us 20, 30 minutes of his time. As he was leaving, Travis mm -hmm. said, boy, that was refreshing. That was a really good, that was a really good time. Gave us a very nice compliment off camera. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to brag about that because sir, you should. Travis, you did a great job. Gardner, you were here, yeah. and I did a great job. I don't, uh, and I just wanted to say that. Uh, I wanted to say that. I was kind of 
No, it was it was so fun and interesting hearing the behind I the scenes stuff. I did a good Ed McMahon during. You I you could hear me laughing. <laughs> you took a great yes, photo sir. of us. I'd be a great sidekick <laughs> on a late yes, night talk sir. show. All right, so. And then Travis, we were also lucky enough to have Tone Bell, mm-hmm. who brought who what I thought was his feature. Sometimes you'll have comics just kind of travel around with their their feature act, which is they're not as high a level as them usually. Turns out, it's Rojo, Rojo Perez, right? Rojo Perez, yeah, who has a HBO special coming out. It comes out in uh, two weeks, I believe. Yeah, twenty sixth. So yeah. we were super lucky, and we had a blast with Brendan Schaefer, all that good stuff. But. Uh, do we want to jump into? I have uh, a I have a couple clips actually from those interviews. Very nice. Um, that I think we should play because let's see them. A lot of fun. Um, let's start with uh, the interview with Tone Bell and Rojo Perez because there was a uh, something with Travis I thought was hilarious. <laughs> I think I know what it is. <laughs> if I laugh my ass off on something, I can say ass. I, I can oh say yeah, yeah, you're, um, you're quite fine. And uh, but he, he can hear me laugh. <laughs> you're He'll hear quite me laugh. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, brother. That's such a dude with a blazer thing that to is, say. That, is, that was, that, was uh, that black kid that finally like a second semester out of white school. <laughs> you had to throw quite in there. You just said it. you good, man. You could just say you good. Yeah, we got. We got to get him in an urban boy scout troop in the summer to make sure he didn't keep saying stuff like that. Quite, you're quite fine. Hey, stop. <laughs> Just sting a little I love, bit. I love how that like funny. It, it took a second, and then Rojo was like, "No, like, Rojo, I gotta yeah, stop this." This is how, and that, that moment, that's when I became a huge Rojo Perez fan <laughs> because he was on it. Uh-huh. He was on, like, he just he's like, funny. he's very funny. He's quick. He's very quick. <laughs> that's what caught me. I was like, oh, he picked up on it quickly because I saw his face change. He was like. I ain't letting you slide with that quite fine, sir. If you think you were just gonna be able to, that's so they were. Well, in the they were the, outstanding in the style that we do. It's easy to toss in something idiotic that you usually just mow right by, right? Mm-hmm. You just go by it real quick. Quite fine. You get somebody that's <laughs> that was outstanding. Like now, did you go watch their? Uh, I was yes. Uh, a couple of friends of mine. Uh, we checked out a tone and rojo at helium. Uh, J C Sabala, of course was the host oh and, he was yeah he hosted right. and and those uh we know jc we've worked with jc did our uh, south town just a few weeks ago um so we know what he brings to the table and he's a guy that we've been not only rooting for but we'd imagine it's going to be the next big thing or one of the next big things coming out of st louis as far as comedy is concerned with rojo and tone you got guys who I mean, we, we throw the term around a lot, but they have next, right? They they are they're the well, they're already they, like they, they have TV credits, right? They have what, TV credits, tone, they have yeah. specials. Like these guys are the creme de la creme, and they showed it this weekend. And it they're a brilliant writing team. There was so much fun on stage. They truly engaged the audience. Uh, it was a very capacity, big capacity crowd, and people truly enjoyed their interaction. And I don't know Rojo just really he's a, a, a Puerto Rican from New York, and but. <laughs> His stories are very relatable, uh, even in the Midwest. And so he was fa- he was absolutely outstanding. I'm looking forward. I, I hate that he only, I think he had maybe 20 minutes. He, I, you could tell the audience didn't want him to stop. After you guys talked with him, and he was ha- in here hanging out too, and because uh, both he those did, guys. They did Stacey's Static did Show. They did Stacey's yeah. Static Show afterwards. I could tell I would enjoy Rojo's. You would because it's very it's it's so well done like it's polished it's well written he's got a ton of energy on stage 
it just it, those two just come across as yes i would be more than happy to spend an hour and 15 minutes with these guys mm-hmm. like i'm happy to pay whatever to spend how how long their sets are with these guys because it's just enjoyable relatable it's it's not too serious but it's still conscious so it was a true treat. It was fun to watch them. They took the time afterwards, took pictures with everyone, as as a lot of the Helium acts do. So, uh, no, it was it was really a, a a nice treat to have them in St. Louis this weekend. And I hope they look. I expect them to blow up because they are just that good. Well, they're already headlining clubs and specials. So good yeah, I mean, yeah. When I say blow up, like Tone oh, Bell no, no. isn't on a network TV show and he's the lead actor. That's as blowing up as you get. But you can tell he's going to be a guy. Uh, his movie with uh, Issa Rae. Uh, Little was in theaters this weekend as well. So you can tell he's on the verge of being the next big thing. I would imagine the next time Tone Bell probably comes through St. Louis, it will likely be someplace like a Chaffetz or Enterprise. Who knows, man? Yeah. There's no doubt. Good for them. And then the Tim Meadows uh, chat. Oh, Tim Meadows. What a delight. He. We didn't even know if he was going to come by. Man, it was, it was he did, nice. No, and, and look, uh, Tim Meadows... It, I know, again, one of those words we throw around a lot is legends, but, I mean, there's a guy who's one of the longest-standing cast members uh, in SNL history, uh, and he was there during the, what some would say... For us, we're, we're the perfect, maybe, yeah. Maybe the golden years yeah. of SNL, uh, many would argue. You're talking about Phil Hartman, uh, Chris Rock, Farley, Sandler, and so to have him in our studio and for him to be so gracious with his time was truly a treat as well. The inspiration for the character was like a number of things. <laughs> and one was uh, guys, I worked at a liquor store in Detroit when I was growing, like I was 16, 17 years old. And so every, I would see these guys who would come in and they worked at a, a meat packing plant. And they would come in on Monday through fr- Thursday, white um, schmock covered with blood. <laughs> You know, uh, hair in a hair right. hair net, and they would you know get buy a beer. On Friday, they come in, cash their check, dress nicely, yeah. <laughs> okay. get their check cash, buy a bottle of Cavassier. Oh, okay. And I used to always think those were the coolest guys. <laughs> the voice came from doing prank phone calls. Okay. And I would change my voice up to call radio stations and like ask like very specific questions about <laughs> politics and you know things that are going on in our city for instance i was at this uh the city hall meeting uh alderman uh, smith uh are you still there yes caller yes please yeah, go listen, ahead and, yes. Uh, alderman was, smith i was very disturbed not by the topic of the uh well, what disturbed the, you well what disturbed me was the refreshments that they, they had available to the <laughs> people in the city well they had sprite diet no, coke what sprite did you and also donuts which i think is a bad combination <laughs> What do you think about folks that haven't made it to that level that are chronic no, 15 minutes late? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Here's what I think. <laughs> I was talking oh. about people with this. Hypothetically speaking. You get two guesses, Tim. Well, here's one thing I think. I think, you know, people have been talking about reparations and that kind of stuff. <laughs> I think that one, like, our reparations should be a number of things that we're given. Yes. And one thing is that black people should always be allowed to be 15 minutes late. <laughs> Did not it's part of our reparations, yes. and white people can never comment on yes. it. Yes. So we walk into the room 15 <laughs> minutes later at the board meeting, and go, yeah, what's up, guys? 
Everybody's just looking at you. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Mr. Meadows, 15 please. minutes late <laughs> again. You can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> honest, uh, I didn't see that uh, comment going well, against me. <laughs> hit Tried Chris to set him up to hit Travis. And he came after me. Hit your ass with that Euro step. Boom, mm -hmm. boom. Went the other way. No, Tim Meadows, man, he even gave me some. Uh, Chris solicited some uh, nice, nice advice out of Mr. Meadows. Uh, he gave to me about my next ventures into uh, New York and Sesame Street. So that was even really cool. It was a really fun week. Uh, and I love that we get to close out our week with those kind of interviews. Uh, Lou Ferrigno the previous week, and then of course they have Tim Meadows, Tone Bell, Rojo in here the following week. It's really oh, Beth Bombara on Thursday. Yes, By the way, yes, she's ninety-four yes. percent to her Kickstarter, to her Kickstarter goal now for her album. Nice, By the way, if you haven't, go back and listen to that. I, I went back and just listened to the song she played. My goodness! Big shout out to uh, John over at By Jack for hooking that interview up. That was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun last weekend, so make sure you guys do go back and download some of those episodes if you haven't. And especially again, those interviews we had last Friday, like that was a lot of fun. And man, we've had some, since we've moved into the TV mode, we've had some solid ones, my friend. Yeah, we have. And, and really, thank you to all of you listening watching whatever because whenever you support people like tommy banister oh yes thomas that allows us to get more tommy banister <laughs> tommy yeah. banister realtor for circa properties did not um <clears throat> sign off on travis singing mm -hmm. so why work with tom well he spent his whole life in st louis building extensive background sales and client relationships as a fourth generation st louis and sales is in tom's blood mm. he was raised listening to stories and learning lessons on presentation, problem solving from his father, he considers the best salesman he's ever met. I've, he strives to make the process of selling your home as easy as possible for his clients. He has a full team supporting him in the background. He prides himself on his ability to listen and deliver what his customers want and make sure they're having fun along the way. Contact Tom today, tom.banister at circastl.com, 314-393-5386. Cannot say enough good things about Tom. Wonderful, wonderful sponsor here on We Are Live. Travis, that was a great first hour. We're going to come back on the other side. We'll do some uh, Great American Race. Get your fair fouls in. Let's have some fun, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.